Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you might be. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast, episode 59. The Germans, I'd say they won him back um, after last night's performance at the Emirates, beating Leicester 3-1. If you're watching us live on YouTube, uh, please don't forget to give us an old little retweet. Um, if you're watching the video on catch-up or on demand or whatever it is you want to call it, uh, don't forget to subscribe to us and leave a like on the video. As some of you know, we have now been partnered with Fans Bet, um, who are um, a obviously a sports betting company. I'm not trying to get any of you into betting. Um, all I'm saying is if you do bet, if you do like a little bet um, at the weekend, then uh, you might want to head over to Fans Bet. The links are in the description. Um, by betting with them, you are helping us. Um, there will be um, there will be special bets uh, coming at you every week um, from us, um, especially for same old Arsenal podcast um, viewers and listeners. Like we had a special bet there last night that Lee pulled out the bag. Yes, three um, one to the Arsenal and Lacazette to score any time twenty to one. Got yeah, the score right. Uh, got the score right. Got the score right. Just second time I got that right. Two out of two now. Uh, links get... are below in the description. Joining us this evening, of course, um, it is Harry. How are you, sir? Evening, all good. Thanks. Still buzzing from last night. Can't good complain. Sure. Graham, how are you? I'm very well, mate, and it's nice to see you back this week. Oh, thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much. We, we missed you last week, honestly. I won't, I won't be here next week again, so uh, oh, right. Judge will have to uh, Judge will have to take up his role of co-host. Yeah. We've uh, <laughs> got the contract here, so you can't get out of it. Um, judge, how are you, sir? Oh, very good. Thank you, Craig. Very good. Like, buzzing, as Harry said after yesterday. Um, Pretty good, wasn't it? Uh, I was um, not so much at half-time. I was a bit... Um, um, well, I don't know. I weren't so sure because I didn't think we played that well in the first half. But my God, whatever that, whatever happened in the second half, you know, it, it was sensational for about 20 minutes. Yeah, 
it was just brilliant and not only that the atmosphere was fantastic i said i don't know if you two guys agree it was just the place was rocking it just seems to yeah. be always rocking against leicester well if you know, you can hear, i've always said if you can hear it on the telly then it must be good yeah, it was, just, it was, it was, and I'll tell you what is great. I, I went to um, the Fulham game and everybody was jumping around, um, hugging each other. Um, and, and it was happening in the, in the, um, in the home games now. Normally it's a bit more reserved, you know what I mean? But it, it wasn't like yesterday. Everybody was, you know, jumping on each other and, you know, and, and talking about, you know, that third goal was just sensational to, to watch. You know, I've, I've watched it about six, seven times now. Couldn't wait to get home last night. And watch it and appreciate how good a goal that was. You know, uh, uh, the, 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 you know that people have been talking about whether it's better than Wiltshire's. It's definitely up there, as, as you know. And and we see one of those team goals at Fulham last week, and another one yesterday. It was just fantastic. It was, um, you know, uh, the second half was just it was just uh, unbelievable, really I enjoyable. Put a downer on things, but it was fine margins, boys. Fine, very fine margins. Yeah, Leno pulled off. A world-class save there to get down that low that quick. Um, unbelievable save. Uh, you know, they've hit the bar and we've gone up the other end and, and, and taken the lead. They've hit the bar from the corner. But the fine margins were on our were on our side last night. And, and as you quite rightly say, sensational stuff for about 20 minutes. I mean, that pass that Ozil gave to Bellerin, oh. it, it should be like, that should be only, it's obscene. It was obscene. It should only be shown after the nine o'clock watershed. <laughs> it was absolutely obscene. It should have been. I'm surprised it hasn't been uploaded to Pornhub yet. Um, it was just <laughs> absolute filth. Um, it would do well on there. Not that I've been on. Um, What's Pornhub? I don't even know. What is that? Do you know, well, Graham? Uh, no, no. <laughs> all right. I know what it is. All right. know what it is. Just to let you know, we, we are not partnered with them. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not um, doing a sponsored video for them. Graham, let's start with you, mate. Um, when we went one 0 down, I was sitting at home thinking to myself, hmm, "Yes, we have got our Arsenal back. Certainly, we have." Um, after the, you know, after the joyous. The joyous uh, song that was coming uh, from the away end at Fulham. I know I don't want to, you know, I don't, I'm only talking about what I see. I don't want people to think that I'm putting a downer on it. I'm not. I'm just saying. Um, the first half was pretty poor, Graham, wasn't it? Well, I think the thing is, you have to give enormous credit to Leicester City, uh, Craig. I, I think that um, the way Peel uh, set them up last night, he'd obviously done his homework. He watched the game against Fulham. He saw that uh, Awobi and Mkhitaryan were very good in wide areas, in the half spaces. And he set his team up last night with a 3-5-2. Uh, it was a slightly lopsided formation, no natural winger in their side. Madison, who is, has been their uh, big money replacement for Mares, is more like an essential attacking midfielder. But last night he played uh, slightly wide. He was excellent in that first half, Madison, I have to say. Uh, and like the Leicester team, he faded. Um, so I think lots of things have been said. Why are we starting so slowly? I think sometimes we, uh, we struggle. There's the lack of movement, I thought, last night in our front players. Um, and uh, we were guilty of maybe too many one-touch passes that went astray. Um, I think we, uh, we lack a natural wide player. Uh, and, and sometimes when you are um, up against a team who sit 
deep. You want you want a central attacking midfield player on the ball, but you need a wide player. And, and I think that that's sometimes uh, what we hadn't got. I think Leicester were very well organised. They were pressing us last night. They sat deep. They were cutting off our passing lanes and they were looking to hit us on the counter-attack with their two front players. And in, in that first 30 minutes, they, they bossed it. They had um, the better, clearer chances, I think five to four. Uh, they had the more incisive moments and Leno did make some crucial saves. And uh, one of the things I was watching on uh, the breakdown with Adrian Clark over the weekend, who does that on uh, uh, the Arsenal website, was that it's a bit of a worrying stat, isn't it? That, that basically our goalkeepers are having to make uh, uh, quite a few saves in games, particularly in the first half of games. I think last year he said that uh, Petr Cech was being asked to make 2.7 saves per game. Uh, this year he's been asked to make 4.3. And when Leno's coming, he's also having to make more than four saves, four, uh, four saves per game, which is uh, quite high. And, and those numbers are higher than last year. So what does that suggest? Um, obviously, um, despite Torreira being in there, um, we are struggling to contain teams in the first half. I think we start slowly. I think we, um, I think that what Emery likes to do, he likes to build, build momentum in games. So we sort of like, uh, we're not too expansive too early. Players sit very much in their roles. And maybe that encourages teams. I think sometimes at the start of a game, if you don't make your mark on a team, uh, you sort of, um, they, they fancy it more. They look at you, what you're doing, and they think, well, maybe, you know, we've got a chance against this lot. And maybe we're encouraging teams on a little bit. And maybe that's something we need to look at. But one thing you can't doubt is that um, we are staying in games. We've never led at halftime in any of our seven league games we've won this year. But what we are capable of this team is... Uh, scintillating play, great team goals, and we put it together in the second half uh, and we fix the problems, don't we? We find a way to ring, win. Emery makes um, great changes. I was very impressed with Chilwell uh, early on last night down the left side for them. And one thing Emery did, he noticed that and he moved Iwobi over to the right and that pushed Chilwell back. So Emery's looking at what the opposition are doing and making tactical changes during the game. Um, and that's what he did really well last night. And uh, I have to say that for 30 minutes, we were struggling in that game. Leicester were the better team, but that's when you need your £350,000 a week player to step up. And it's we played a 4-2-3-1 last night. Um, I've called for a 4-4-2, and we talked about it last week, and it didn't last very long, did it? Harry called it right. We went back to the 4-2-3-1, but I had no problem with that as long as he plays players in the right areas. And he played Ozil last night in the number 10 position. He'd been playing in wide right. We'd been ineffective although he had got two goals before last night, and he had Mikatar and Iwobi in the wide areas, uh, in the half spaces. Um, so he had the players in the right position. I thought Iwobi, in previous seasons, where he sort of like started games poorly, and he did start the game poorly last night, would have maybe flagged a little bit, lost confidence, but uh, it didn't worry him, and he was our most uh, dangerous player in that first half. He picked his game up after a poor start. So, yes, we started poorly last night, Craig, but we stayed in the game as we've stayed in all these games. We have been behind uh, against West Ham. We have been behind last night against Leicester, but we stepped up. And that goal that we equalised from just before half time was a goal that I think was off the training ground. I honestly think the way uh, uh, Ozil gave it out to Bellerin, Bellerin, who is brilliant going forward at the moment in, the, uh, uh, in those wide areas, I do worry about our fullbacks playing out from the back in this system uh, that he wants to play out on. I said last night in an interview on Arsenal Fan TV, I don't think we've got the fullbacks to play this sort of like playing out game from the back. But one thing you can't 
not knock his Bellerin's play. He's improved him so much in that offensive third. I think he's got more assists this season uh, in the first nine games than he got in the whole of last season. And the way Lacazette dragged the centre half out, which created the space for him to play into Ozil, I think that was off the training ground. And the way he sort of like put it into the corner was a sublime finish. So we went in at halftime 1-1. Had we gone in 1-0 down, maybe that might uh, have been different. But I think the goal lifted us and we came out second half. And I think we gained the momentum from the goal at halftime. Ozil was then, as we've talked about on the pod already, uh, with the pass for, for the, in that second half for one of those goals was absolutely outstanding orchestrating everything behind our better moments. He got a pre-assist and then he was calmness and composure personified to a later cross. And when you've got someone like Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, who basically, for me, should always start, but he came off the bench last night against a tiring Leicester defence, his pace with the team now flowing. Um, that is a major asset and that, in the end, proved crucial. I will say one thing. Obviously, you're a goalkeeper yourself, uh, Craig and uh, you, you like Leno don't you but uh, it did worry me when he came for that cross in the second half had Endini's header gone in at 1-1 and they, that was their only real attempt in the second half that might have been put us under real pressure at um, 2-1 yeah. so so but in the end we, we 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 in the end it was a great performance and uh scintillating football the team is cre- uh, capable of very creative Scoring great goals, isn't it? And it was, a, 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 in the end, a fantastic performance. Like uh, Lee said earlier, when we were talking off air, I really enjoyed it last night. It was, and the crowd were really behind the team. It was a fantastic performance in the end. Yeah, just talking about, uh, if you want me to give my opinion on that thing, yeah, it was absolutely in no man's land for that cross. Um, you're, all, you're, always, you know, you're always coached. If you're coming, go. Don't hesitate. Um, why he thought he could get to that ball, beyond me. Um, he was nowhere near it. <laughs> was never going to get anywhere near it um, and went leading with his fist, hoping to get a touch. Um, poor goalkeeping, that was. That was poor goalkeeping. Um, fortunately for us, the ball's come back off the bar. But what he has done in the first half um, has kept us in the game with a world-class save. Um, so mm. I'll let him off. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll, I'll let him off that little one from the corner. Um, Lee, let's come to you, mate. Why are we so slow in the first half? Uh, Graham, you know, Graham touched on, you know, that we for the first 30 minutes we were poor, we were we were quite slow, quite sluggish. I thought. Again, I will go back to what I was thinking when I was sitting at home watching it. Oh God, here we go again. This is awful. Why are we so slow to start in the first half and then kind of come out all guns blazing in the second? I, I, I honestly don't know. I think we was actually talking about this last night coming home. Maybe it's a tactic of uh, of Emery's. I think that he, he is a little bit cautious, has a little look at what the opposition have um, got to offer, and then 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 has a look at what they're doing. You know, as you say, like tactics the way they're going, and then feels that he's got the players and and the players from the bench to uh, to make it make it happen. Um, what worries me is if if a team like Liverpool come there and we play like that in the first half. But that doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to play that way. You know, I, I feel that what I've liked about Emery, and I don't know how you guys think about it, is I think that he's looking at every team um, and putting in a system and, and players into say, like, this is how we're going to go about beating this team. We're under fingering, we've been used to it, is just go, right, let's just go out there and give it our best and, you know, like nine times out of ten because we're the best team, we'll win. That's what was happening when we won our leagues. But when teams got better than us, we didn't have an answer for it. Um, 
but this manager seems to have an answer for it, you know, and I, I feel that, you know, it's, it's no coincidence that we keep going into the second half uh, level pegging and then come out and open things up. And again, what I have to say, which was, was really encouraging from, from a fan's point of view and my point of view yesterday was that after 15 minutes of the second half, right, I'm making the changes. And he, he made the changes. And I, I, I'm going to say, whether he's a lucky manager or a genius, when he put Shaka at left back, I'm thinking, oh, my God, what, what is he? He's lost the plot. You know what I mean? Like, um, but, you know, I, I will say that I, I felt that Granite Shaka played really well there. He'd give us an option where I felt in the first half, and I was, I was getting frustrated with it, that um, every time we went down the left-hand side, Liechtenstein, whatever his name is, had to cut back onto his right foot every single time. That that allowed um, Leicester to get regroup, and we we wasn't getting in. In the second half, when Shaka went there, we was more balanced. Every time that he got the ball, he wasn't having to come onto his right foot. He was on his left hand side. He was getting uh, what was happening. We was then uh, I feel free flowing, attacking down the right hand side, free flowing down the left hand side. There was certainly more balance here, and I have to say, whether it was luck, judgment, or whatever. It is an unbelievable decision. And, you know, it, it seems that we're getting a manager that's not just managing the team week to week, day to day. Also, he's managing the game in the game. And I think that's a fantastic thing to have. And, um, you know, things ain't going things weren't going well. Look, there's going to be a time, boys, when he's going to make a change and it's not going to work, you know. And, and I think someone said that going back, we've done that against Chelsea when he took Shaka yeah. off at half time. It didn't work. But what I'm liking is he's trying to make things happen, mixing it up. And if you're as a manager now of an opposition, like you, you, and I've said this for so many years under Wenger, you could pr- train every day of the week knowing exactly what the formation, exactly how Arsenal was going to play. But as a manager going into play Arsenal now, one, you don't know what the team's going to be. Two, you don't know what system they're going to play. And three, it can be changed, which seamlessly, during the game. So all of a sudden, the manager coming in to coach against Arsenal now has got his work cut out. And I think that's a fantastic thing for us to have. It's something that we've not had for a long, long while. And, um, you know, look, listen, I'm, I'm, parts of my, me are, are, I'm not convinced with, with Emery, particularly with a couple of things defensively. But from, from that point of view, I, I, I'm, I'm encouraged by it. And I've got to say, I'm, it's, it's a fresh, fresh, fresh air, I've got to say. It is. Harry, um, I think what it is with, with Emery, I mean, Lee, Lee just said there, he's not, he's not convinced with a few things. Um, you know, what I'll say to that is, and no disrespect to what Lee said, you know, it's still all very new for him as well. Um, but what, what would you, uh, on the, I went on Twitter last night and, and Arsenal Twitter was absolutely brilliant last night. It was a joy to scroll through my timeline. Um, even people, even people, you know, I'd consider idiots were, were you know, it was all good. Everyone was interacting with each other. There was no one calling in this person, that person. It was great. But what would you say to the people um, who were saying, you know, on the radio there now, I've, I've been listening to Jason Cundy say they've only played two class teams and look what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you saying to the people who are saying that, Harry? I would say what Perry Grove said to me the other day, which is 
if you can't celebrate winning 10 games on the trot as a football fan, what is the point in watching football? Mm. Yeah, that, it's as simple as that for me. Look, I, 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 I think Lee's right. I think there are a lot of things that still need improving, um, particularly in the defensive side of the game. But I think, you know, the, the positive thing about Emery is that he's willing to change things. Like Lee said, he can change formation seamlessly. I mean, who would have thought of Granite Xhaka going left back? You know, when I saw it, I was trying to work out what was going on. I thought, have we switched to a back three here? And is he a third centre-back? What is going on? I just, I really couldn't work it out at first until obviously the game restarted and you saw him sort of shift back into that position. But I think there are a few things. And the, the thing is, with, as Arsenal fans, is we're allowed to look at things and say, oh, this is a bit of a concern or that's a bit of a concern. And that doesn't mean we're negative and we're moaning. Like I'm buzzing after last night. Yeah. I came home, watched the whole game again was thinking about it, watched the highlights how many times today. You know, I'm absolutely buzzing, but that doesn't mean that I can't say there are a few issues that are concerning. And one of them, as Lee mentioned, was the Lichtenstein. Lichtenstein. I'm almost saying it like you now, Lichtensteiner. <laughs> <laughs> that was concerning for me because, you know, what that did last night was prove that all of those Hector Bellerin haters that have been saying Licksteiner should be playing from the start every week were proved wrong last night. Now, I know he was playing on the wrong side, and I know that's difficult as a fullback, but I'm not talking about the fact that he had to cut in or whatever. I'm talking about the sheer fact that he doesn't have the fitness to get up and down the way Bellerin or Monreal do. When he gets into that final third, he doesn't have the quality that Bellerin or Monreal do, or even Kolasinac. And you can see that our attack on that hand, on that side of the pitch was less fluent as a result of it. You know, it was nice to see the manager take him off as early as he did because, you know, he, he recognised that it wasn't working. But, you know, there are a few negatives, but some of the football last night was sublime. And, and that is what we should be talking about at the end of the day. That's the main focus, you know, brilliant stuff. Ozil was absolutely fantastic brilliant and you know what I, I don't know if you guys remember but on one of our pods last season um i actually when we were talking about who the captain's armband should go to i threw the name mr ozil into the ring because i've always felt that ozil was a player that needs to be loved he needs an arm around him and giving him the captain's I armband laughed at mate yeah you know giving him the armband gives him that bit of responsibility that bit of love and and for me you know i know it's only been one game but he showed that he can step up to the mark and lead by example. Might not be the biggest talker, but if you lead by example, you're halfway there. I saw a brilliant tweet last night um, and it said, uh, captains need to lead. It's not all about shouting. That's right. Yeah, And and by God, did he last night? Um, I said the same thing as you. I don't think, I think it was, it might have been on this one. It might have been on a different one. I said, you know, well, what about giving him the captain's armband, giving him a bit of responsibility? Would that, would that say to him, you know, look, you're captain of this club now. You know, everyone's, you know, you're, you're, you're the main man. Um, he probably was the main man anyway, uh, wages-wise, um, yeah. talent-wise. But I remember when David Beckham was handed the England captaincy. It ch completely changed him as a player. Completely changed him. Wayne Rooney, when he was handed the ca England captaincy, in those periods of time, they changed. They became more mature. They 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 took on the they took on the responsibility of being an England captain, and I think in turn made them better players. Uh, I think I think Craig, there's two different ways of being captain. There's the ones who, are, to be honest with you, I've always liked my captain to be 
maybe the centre half, someone who can see the whole the big picture. Uh, and uh, that's why for me, Tony Adams uh, was perfect as Arsenal captain. But there's two types of captain. There's the captain who basically organises, shouts, uh, uh, pulls the players together. And there's also the captain that leads by example. Yeah. Meza Ozil is the best footballer in our team. And, and I, I'm no doubt that the squad looks up to Meza Ozil, what he's achieved in the game, World Cup winner, uh, won La Liga with Real Madrid, um, uh, the appearances for Germany and all that, and his career, he has to be looked up to. Uh, and I think moving him back to number 10 last night proved that's where we need to play him. Either play him at 10 in a 4-4-2, a midfield diamond four, which I've suggested in the past, or play him at 10 in a 4-2-3-1, where he can influence the game, where he can be that lead leading example. Uh, and I thought last night he orchestrated everything uh, for the team, the heartbeat of the team. And the way we're celebrating goals as well, I just want to point that out. I don't know if Lee noticed it last night. There's a tremendous togetherness, the way the players yeah. are celebrating. The I haven't seen that for a while, Lee. I don't know about you, mate. No, not, well, no, I haven't, no. Alex, I, Iwobi I actually, Alex Iwobi actually said today, um, I see a quote saying that he's never seen such togetherness at Arsenal before. Um, so... I mean, it, com it comes from 10 straight wins, yeah. doesn't it? And, well, and he, said, he, said, he said even in training. He said yeah. it's not just on a match day. He said, he's hope he, said, he said something like that. He's hoping that the fans are now seeing how together they are and how, how they get it now and how yeah. they want to play. But he said even in training, he said even in training, even in the canteen, even in, you know, when they're, when they're, when they're not at football, when they're not at training, he said, you know, he says this brotherhood seems to be Taking effect. Yeah, um, it's fantastic. Oh, that is music to my ears. Yeah. Do you know, do you know what's a big key, key point of that? And I noticed it yesterday. Was, um, I would imagine that Aaron Ramsey and uh, Aubameyang would have been a little bit peeved. They'd played, gone to Fulham, come on and score goals. Meza Ozil wasn't in the team. And out of the, the changes on Meza Ozil come. But when they come on and when we scored our goals, they was there wasn't that... A uh, reaction of like scoring, and I've seen it with players before. Like, like I've got the ump because they've been left out yeah. and and uh, not shown, you know, like shown a little bit of hostility towards the reaction of them scoring a goal. Uh, I'll show you sort of at it. When he scored yesterday, he was wanting to bring everybody involved around it and all that. And I think that's a key key thing there yesterday, like that. And I I, I honestly think that he is one of the people that's brought a lot of. Um, togetherness in the camp. Now, he could have sold, he could have sold on, on that game yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And people could have said, well, quite rightly so. He's got two goals, he, he, but he hasn't. He, he, he was out. And I, I don't know if you noticed before when um, they've scored goals, they go up to the substitutes at times. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, and then when you see the performances of people like Kudosi when he came on yesterday, influencing the game from the substitutes bench. And I, I'd imagine that there is this thing of like, it's not just the 11 players, it's the whole squad. And, uh, and, and they've all bought into it. The whole players have all bought into that. And it's, it's great to see. And, you know, uh, there's a, it's, it's great, as Graham just said, you know, when you, when you see, you know, 11 players, when, when we scored that third goal, one player didn't, um, celebrate it, um, and that was a goalkeeper because you know he's he's all all, all the way back there. But he was celebrating it. Yeah, it's a long way for him. But he was celebrating it with the fans. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like now, but the whole other the, the ten ten outfield players all but all piled in 
uh, and all all together. And I think it's fantastic. It shows you there's a very, very good team spirit at Arsenal. And when you look at things like Man United and it doesn't seem to have that same thing, take it from me, it's a, it's a, it's a big plus in our favour. There's actually a brilliant, brilliant picture on Twitter today of um, Aubameyang and Ozil kind of yeah. running towards the corner flag to celebrate the goal. But Alex Awobi's beating them to it. He's like yeah. in mid-air. Yeah. You know, celebrating with the fans. And, uh, you know, we've, we've all seen Arsenal, you know, score great goals under Arsene Wenger. We've, saw, we've all seen great celebrations. But, Harry, this all just seems different. It all just seems a bit more... But, you know, the unity in the stands, the unity in... You know, I mean, Lee was saying there that going away to Fulham, you know, and I think it was Newcastle, was it, Lee? Away, you were saying that it's... it's it's back to how it used to be. Yeah, there's, a, you, there's a definite change in atmosphere, yeah, like, you know. Yeah, you know what, I, tell you, I don't know what, the, the one thing that you noticed, and we were laughing about the other day, was that if you was in the crowd and you're in the away end, sometimes you would turn around and say something and someone would go, what'd you say? What was that? Because yeah. they're looking, you're thinking it was confrontational, it's something like going to be in the air. But now, you know, everybody's, you know, like, because what's the great thing about away from home is that you, Whenever you go, you, you you mix with six or seven different people all around you, like you know what I mean. And when you score, you don't you're all jumping. Up. There's a togetherness back in it at the moment. It's a feel good factor in the stands and on the pitch. And it's not just because of we're winning games. It's not. It's just that there is a there was too much div, divisional. It was divided. Yeah. The whole yeah. fan base was divided. What's happened is is that the the in and outs and all that crap that's gone there has gone. And what it is, it's back now is, you know, it's back to Arsenal. Now, if you're a genuine Arsenal fan, you don't want, you, you're not going to be sitting there going, I tell you what, I loved Arsenal Wenger, so I'm hoping that this bloke fouls. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because you're not an Arsenal fan. It's Everybody now is on the, on the same hymn sheet going towards the same goal and it is fantastic. It's, that is why they sung that song of we got our Arsenal back. It's got nothing to do with digging out individuals or, or whatever, it's, it's there is a coming together of the of, of the team, and even when we we lost at Chelsea, you know, I didn't go to that game, but my mates are saying it was a different atmosphere. So it's not just about results, it's, yeah. but you know, and even yesterday, boys, you went to the game yesterday. The atmosphere yesterday was was the best it's been for a long while, and also, uh, you know, Monday night. It wasn't a bad crowd yesterday as well. I didn't think, you know, there wasn't so many empty seats. It's not going to be long before that stadium is going to be packed. You know what I mean? And and it's going to be buzzing again. Good. I do like I do like what Emery said actually about he was quite, he was actually asked a question on the, that song uh, that we've got. You know, we've got our Arsenal back, um, and his answer was, "I'm not too sure about that just yet," um, <laughs> which was quite a good answer. Harry, talk to me about the Nigerian hazard. I don't know what his name is. This new lad we've signed, he's come, he's, he's, he's starting to, uh, he's starting to really impress me, Alex Awobi. Um, I thought he was great yesterday. Absolutely brilliant. And you know, I'm still seeing people on Twitter giving him grief. I used to give him grief. Um, I can remember the, probably this time last year, I was calling for him to be sold. Um, what is this kid all about? But he really has taken it by the scruff on the neck this year, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been fantastic. And it goes to show that it goes to show how much man management can help a player. And, um, you know, I'd, I'd, like you said, we don't, no one wants to dig out Arsene Wenger. And it goes to show that that area of his of his sort of 
managerial end period, I would say, was lacking, you know, because someone like Alex Iwobi, when he burst onto the scene, bags of potential, lots of skill. He's always had that. He's, he's very strong on the ball. He's hard to shake off, um, very powerful when he runs. I've always been critical of his end product, and I still think that there's a lot of work to be done in that department um, in terms of his finishing and maybe just that final pass. But what he's got now is confidence, and confidence can add 20 25% to a player. And, and you know, there are a lot of players out there, going back to what I said about Mesut Ozil, that need a manager to put their arm around them, make them feel important, make them feel special and part of the project. And he's done that with, with Alex Iwobi, and we're seeing the benefits from it, you know. There was a bit of skill we done in the first half last night, which was fantastic mm -hmm. when he got sort of stuck around about the halfway line near the touchline. They just put it through the player's legs. That's... And then there was another bit in the first half where he took this ball down, this control, which was kind of like on the volley. Incredible. And, you know, it just goes to show man management is, is just as important. And someone like Alex Iwobi, I think... You know, a lot of people were surprised because he could have played for England, if I'm not mistaken, and he chose Nigeria. And you know what? That's probably done him wonders because he's probably, got, yeah. and he's playing every week. He played in the World Cup. Um, he's, he's playing for them every time. And I guess being an important player for your country is a, is a massive confidence boost as well. So, you know, confidence is key. And he seemed, he seemed to lose his way a little bit last season and he seems back on track now. So long may it continue. And uh, Nigerian Messi's a bit premature. Nigerian Hazard, I'll give you, though. The Nigerian Hazard. Yeah, I mean, look, I'll, I'll, I'll take full credit for it. When it happens, we can all come back <laughs> to the video and say, look, Craig, Craig knew. Craig knew he was going to turn uh, into Nigerian Yeah, Hazard. Craig, can I just, Craig, can I just come in and say that um, I think last year Wenger managed him really badly. I think he lost confidence last year. He should have taken him out of the team when he lost confidence. And that affected his performances. Uh, and I think the one thing that Emery's shown already is he manages, he knows how to manage players. And I think Awobi has been an integral uh, part of our attacking threat this year. Uh, and um, I haven't got his stats from last night, but I did dig up his stats last week against Fulham. So slightly belated. I offer apologies for that. But last week, one goal. Uh, uh, last week, he had a three. Uh, so far this season, sorry, one goal, three assists. And against Fulham last week, 24 final third touches, four key passes completed, seven touches in the box. And Harry talked about end product last year. Um, he's, he's, he's assisting, he's scored this year, he's involved in the box, touches in the box, and he's making key passes. And, and uh, I think that comes from uh, um, the work that he's put in under Emery. Emery told him to work hard, his chance would come, and he's taken his chance this year, and I think he's been superbly managed by Emery. He's going to be the breakout player this year under Emery. I'm not saying he's going to turn him into like how Pep turns turned Sterling into that type of player, but he's certainly improved in this year already. Uh, and we're seeing it on the pitch. Great. Uh, it's, all, it's, all, it's all you want to see, isn't it? It's improvement. Um, just, be, just before we go on to the questions um, from, from the viewers and the listeners, just give me a one answer. Um, Harry, we'll start with you. Who was man of the match last night? Ozil. Lee? Ozil. Graham? Um, I know you want me to say Iwobi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, or do you want me to say Torreira? No, you want me to say Leno, don't you? Being a goalkeeper, Craig. No, it was Meza Ozil. Easy. Okay. I've actually counted up last night the people that I, I, I put it out. Who's your man of the match? And there's, uh, there's more people said Iwobi. 
Yeah, he had a very good game last night. One thing I want to just chip in about Awobi, even when he lost confidence under Wenger, the one thing that he did was always worked hard. Yes, he always did. give 100%. And, yeah. uh, even when he lacked confidence. And what he's done this season is he's continued with that work rate and he's added it to his game. And now, any Arsenal fan, and I, I'm, I, I, I was saying this yesterday, going back into the 80s, there's a certain player called Paul Davis. When he first yeah, got into player. the team, great player. He, when he first got into the Arsenal team, you remember that? And yeah, he was he was booed, and and but he turned it around. And one of the reasons that he turned it around was that he was always willing to graft. And and mm-hmm. then his ability come along, and along with his work rate, become a, an Arsenal legend as far as I'm concerned. Fantastic player for Arsenal. Great and I, foot, I feel mate. great left foot, great great left foot, and uh, underrated a little bit. Never never played for England, which was unbelievable. But that's another story. But. Wobi's done exactly the same thing where he's, even through his darker days, you know what I mean? And there were times last season, I don't remember Chelsea away in the League Cup, they put him out there and everybody turned around and said, oh, Wobi worked hard. Didn't do a lot, but he worked hard and he played, you know, got us a point at Chelsea and then also got the nil-nil draw in the Cup game. But he's continued with that and now he's showing signs. And I think you've got to, you know, when people say about attitude and all that, I think he's showing what what mentally, what a strong character young kid he is because a lot of people would have folded and melted and wanted wanted out of Arsenal. But he's not done that. He's he's dug in, he's kept working and we've all criticised him. You know what I mean? If anybody has not criticised him, then... They're not. Uh, they're not genuinely like looking at the game in a, in a in a way because you've always want them to do well, but there is always time to criticise. But but constructively criticise. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of hate, but he's turned it around, and I'm delighted for him. Absolutely delighted. Long mate, continue. Just before we go to some of your questions, if you're watching us for the first time tonight, please uh, hit that subscribe button, and uh, if you like what you're seeing, hit the share button, like it, smash the like button, y'all. All that business. Um, I think that's what the hip kids say. Um, smash the like button or something like that. Um, I'm pretty sure that's how it goes anyway. Um, yeah, do that. And uh, if you're listening to us on SoundCloud or if you're listening to us on iTunes, um, leave us a, a rating of your choice. Uh, obviously, five stars. Um, obviously, goes without saying. Uh, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a rating, that would be great. Nearly two and a half thousand people listened to the audio last week. Um, so thank you very much indeed. And uh, every, our second highest view count, yes, last week, um, 22,000 views of the video pod um, and still rising. Um, I think I might stay away. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I've never got it up to that. that, that yeah, you're under pressure this week because so, if you uh, don't, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, uh, yeah if, if you don't go out that high, then I'm definitely staying away. I, I, I just, <laughs> I'll, I'll just sit in the background and let you do it, Lee. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to some questions there. Now, this one comes in from Kev Arsenal, 1990. Thanks for your question, mate, and thanks for listening or watching. Considering most of the goals we can still, considering most of the goals we concede still come from our right channel, do you think we should put Socrates at right centre back, where he is used to playing, and play holding or costs when fit as the left centre back, and leave Mustafi out, Harry? Uh, I think it's a bit harsh on Mustafi because I don't think he's been that bad this season, if I'm being honest. I think he's improved. Um, saying that we're conceding goals from the right channel, I get it, but we're also... we've Bellerin has been such a creative influence this season. I mean, how many assists has he got? He was very unlucky last night as well. I can't see... Yeah, I, I can't see... Look, all right, he let, the def- he let the attacker get the wrong side of him. 
But I mean, you know, that deflection is it's very harsh to 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 blame him for it for it going in the net. Yeah. No, I, just, I personally I just think that the way we're playing means that that is an area that we can be exposed in. And the way Emery wants his fullback to get forward, I, d I don't think that's because of Bellerin or because of, of Mustafi playing there. I think it's just a, a fault in the system. Every system has its faults. Mm. And, you know, it, it's been exposed a few times. But I don't think it's a personnel issue is what I'm trying to say. I thought Mustafi played well last night. Yeah, I he did. Yeah, I thought that I was impressed with him last night. He won every head. That, that's the one thing... That I feel that we don't we, we need to improve is like our, our, we don't win enough balls in the air. Yeah. But yesterday he won most of his headers. I know he ain't up against a, a Lukaku type sort of player, but uh, I, I I felt everything that came his way yesterday he dealt with it. So listen, we've like, I'm, I'm his biggest critic, but if he's going to play well, I think you've got to say that he's done well. And I thought he played well last night, and I'm not I'm not afraid to say that. I, I've yeah. I, I was I was impressed with Mustafi last but night. But it's like but it's like what we said earlier, you know. It's all about building your confidence, isn't it? And we've had a good run of games where we've come, you know, we've come back from behind, we've won them, the players are playing well, leading us into these games against Liverpool and, you know, Liverpool coming up. We want all the players to be confident um, that they can win the game. Like, I mean, two weeks ago, I was dreading playing Liverpool, absolutely dreading it, thinking to myself, oh my God, they're going to carve us open. They still might do, but I'm confident we're going to score against them. And I'm, I'm confident we can actually score goals against them. Um, coming Nothing up. to fear. Nothing, Nothing to fear. To fear. Like two, weeks, two weeks Nothing ago, I was awful two weeks ago. Wow. I said to myself, oh my God, these are going to carve us open. But look, like you, see, you know, confidence, keep winning. Confidence is going to keep growing and growing and growing. And, you know, when we do come up, when we do come up against these teams, no disrespect to the other ones, but when we do come up against, you know, teams that we... We need to beat if we if we're sending out this statement um, that we're we're title challengers. Um, are we title challengers? I don't know. No, we're I, 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 I think I we're think that's a bit at the moment. Um, yeah. If we carry on, if we do start beating teams like Liverpool and we do start beating teams like Manchester United, do we think, do we sit back, Graham, and say actually, look, you know, perhaps we are. Well, I, I, I think we'd be uh, silly if we're going to sit here and say we're title challengers. I'll be absolutely honest with you. Uh, the next six weeks, the next. But what if we do start beating? Like, what if we under well, under Wenger? I never I, under Wenger, and I'm not, you know, I'm not bringing Wenger back into. It, I'm not bringing him in to coat him off. Under yeah. Wenger, I'm never confident of beating Man United, Man City, um, the Liverpool's. You know, I've never confident. But but I some, am some of the faults that we had under Wenger, though. And that, that stopped you feeling like that. We still have them; they've yeah. not been addressed yet. That's yeah, the great. only thing I'd say. I think I think the next six weeks are going to be pivotal, aren't they? The next six weeks we play Liverpool at home, Spurs at home, Man United away. That and uh, we've also got a a, 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 a tussle with Wolves, uh, and Wolves are no mugs at the moment, although they lost to Watford the weekend. In the middle of that, so that's going to tell us where we are. But let's just be honest about this: we're not going to be challenging for the title this year. I think the um, the aim this year is to get back in the top four and maybe try and win the Europa League or win a cup. I think that we are pushing to get back in the top. Well, we're in fourth place, aren't we? But um, we are pushing to get back in the top four the way we're playing. Defensively, still worries me. Let's be honest about it. We we do get carved open 
sometimes. We, the, since Torreira's been playing a full 90 minutes, and he was excellent again last night, actually, sniffing out the passing lanes and closing down, running to get the tackles in, I think we have been better. Our um, XG goals that we're likely to concede has dropped since Torreira's been in the side. But um, I have to say, if we start slowly against uh, Liverpool, we tend to start quickly. You know, they could easily be ahead quite, you know, one or two goals before we start playing and we're not going to be in that position. So one thing we are going to have to do when we play Liverpool, we can't afford to slow start as slowly as we have been starting in some of these games over the last few weeks. I think the next few weeks will tell us where we are, but I'm not getting carried away. The football we're playing is probably in the country at the moment, in my opinion. Uh, the goals we're scoring are, are great goals, uh, fantastic, but I'm not getting carried away. I still think Man City and Liverpool are a long way ahead of us. Liverpool obviously have uh, been struggling the last few weeks, but they've been playing a lot of um, top sides. Uh, you can't knock 10 straight wins. And um, we are now f- just four short of George Graham's club record of 14 straight wins. That's another point I think we should make tonight. And mm. and funny enough, the team we'll be playing to equal that will be Liverpool. So, um, I, I, look, Craig, I, 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 you know, I admire, the, you know, sort of like the... Um, you know the fact that you might feel as though we could challenge for the title but I think it's too early yet mate I think I think the thing we have to keep our feet on the ground the team is growing under um, Emery uh, and it's all about progression this year in my opinion and the, the team is progressing uh, but we're still defensive as Lee said and Harry has mentioned before I think we're still short at the moment and um, I think I say the next six weeks will tell us where we are but I, I think we ultimately if we get in that top four this year in his first year that'd be a tremendous achievement Absolutely, mate. Yeah, I do oh, sorry, agree. I'm not, I'm not saying that we are going to. I, I'm, not, nah. I'm not saying we are. I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying that I'm. I, I feel more confident this season. And I feel, like, ask me last year at the start of the season, people say, Oh, do you think we could? No, no, no. Going back four or five years ago, no, 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 no. We won't challenge. No. Well, that, no, that's, no. that's that's one thing he, Craig, that's one thing he's done. Uh, uh, sorry to come in and interrupt there. Uh, under Wenger, we were dropping. To, we dropped to six and we were falling. Mm. What he's done already is he's arrested that slide and pushed us back up towards the top four, hasn't he? Uh, we were falling down last year, struggling to win away at teams like uh, Brighton, Bournemouth. Mm. We lost there last year, Swansea. This year we're winning those sort of games and everyone's saying we only just you're only beating Cardiff and Newcastle. But we were losing those sort of games yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah. He's arre- he's arrested that slide already and he's made his mark on the club, on the team through work. He values the he values the word work a lot, and I think he's got these players playing with confidence, uh, and we are back now challenging for the top four, which we weren't doing last season. Let's be honest, we were sixth place, and we were a sixth place club. Mm. Uh, and and the, the people, the experts might be saying we're still sixth place club out of the six teams, but I see the fact that we are getting back to where we were challenging now for the top four we weren't looking as though we were going to challenge for the top four as you said last year there was a lack of confidence but this year already we're looking like a team that can certainly compete and get into that top four what's 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 the positive from it and i'll say this is is now we've when we come away from chelsea if you'd have said coming into this in middle of october that if we if we beat crystal palace by the way it's not going to be easy game mm-hmm. you know what i mean our next two games are very very tough by the way lisbon and um, Crystal Palace. But if we actually beat Crystal Palace, we go above Man City. Now, you, you know, last season, they was ten, ten by they was about 10 points in front of us already last season. So we could be going above them. Bear in mind they've got a game against Spurs, but that's, that's immaterial. You, you, you'd have bit your hand off for that. 
uh, a little while ago. So I think there is a lot of positives to take from it. The other positive I've got to take from it is that um, when you say about beating these teams or we're not, or we've got to beat these teams, I've watched Leicester give Manchester United one of the a real, real tough game at Old Trafford at the beginning of the season. Very, very fortunate to get away of it. Newcastle, I've seen Chelsea go there and only score in the last minute. We've breezed past these teams. Mm -hmm. So there is a lot of positives to take from it there. I do agree with... Um, Graham, though, we are we are challenging for a top four space, which is going to be tough. It's still going to be tough. But, I, you know, everybody's going on about this Liverpool game. We've got a real, real tough game against um, Crystal Palace at the weekend. That will tell us something because the expectation is that we should go and win this game now. So that, that, that will tell us something. And also, I'm going to say that, you know, if we're still two points off of it or even closer than that, going into the game... Uh, against Liverpool at Anfield, which is, by the way, on the 29th of December. My birthday. So, like, happy birthday on that day, like, you know. So, <laughs> oh, thanks. Then, thanks, in, yeah, thanks in advance. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send the card now. You might get it, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but that's what I'm saying. If, so, we've got, like, in that period now, up until that game, we play Manchester United, Spurs, Liverpool twice. If we're still in contention by then, then, you know, like, then, we, then we can start saying, let's have a little uh, re- re-evaluate what we're doing. But at this moment in time, game by game, week by week, and we go from there. And I'm not really looking nothing further than than Sunday against Crystal Palace. And, you know, uh, I'm not really... The Europa League, great. But it's, it's Sunday. I'm focused right on Sunday. Need to get three points there. And that will be a bigger... Ch but I, I will be buzzing because we will then be above Man City. It doesn't matter where Chelsea and Liverpool are. They're the team. They're the team that's going to win this league at the end of the day, but we could be above them come Sunday Sunday at four o'clock. One final thing, sorry, literally just quickly, that we're, we've all missed this point, is that if you're picking up points against the Crystal Palaces, the Leicesters, the West Hams, you don't necessarily need to beat your rivals. You just need to not get beat. Beat, exactly. Good that's point. It. Very good yeah. point. So, yeah, good point, Matt, yeah. Like, I, I, I would love to go. I'm so sorry because we've, 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 we've run out of time this evening. Um, I'd love to go through all these. Oh, I've got so many questions here. I actually feel guilty that I'm not going to be asking any of them. Um, but quick what fire, I'm going to five minutes. Quick fire. Why, why don't you park them for next right. one? Quick fire. Quick fire. Quick fire. Um, let me see if I can find a quick fire one. Uh, one second. Here now. Um, ah, here we go. Anthony O'Brien. Um, Ants OB. Thank you very much for your question, mate. Can Ramsey get in the team? Can Ramsey get in the team? And will he really be a loss? Harry? Uh, no, because what Ramsey gives you is work rate. You can find work rate elsewhere. So he's not an, an irreplaceable player, in my opinion. Okay, Lee? Uh, get back in the team because I think the way that uh, it, it um, evolves the team at this moment in time, horses for courses and things like that. But I, I, I'm, I'm with, um, uh, you know, I'll be gutted when he goes, if I'll be honest. But um, he's not irreplaceable. Graham? Uh, he'll get back in the team because Emery is uh, changing the team around, changing the formations around, and everyone in this squad is part of this squad. He, and he says he wants them to be professional. I think they'll look to sell him in January, if, if I'm honest. Vamsey wants to stay to the end of the season. Is he irreplaceable? No, we've got... I think the one of the reasons why he's not, we've got a lot of central midfield players, good young players coming through, and that's the reason why. Yeah, absolutely. I've got... There is so many that I'm going to have to park some. Um, yeah. For, Maitland-Niles is an also an interesting one. Yeah. He's going to... You know what I mean? Like, we'll keep going about Wobie. I think he's going to be a player and all under Emery as well. 
Yeah, yeah. Thanks for so. Thanks so much for sending me in the questions, lads um, and lasses. But what we'll do is we will park them, um, and what we'll do is in the next in the next um, interlow, next international break, we will uh, we'll come back to them and we'll do a little little, little question and answers video um, where you can just hammer us with questions all night. We'll do it live, live questions um, yeah. as they come through. We'll ask anything. Them. You can ask us anything. Ask us anything. <laughs> um, you can even ask where Lee goes to get his hair cut. Um, <laughs> things like that. You can ask anything. me. Yeah, anything. Ask, anything. Us, uh, ask us anything. After ask we've us anything. after we've gone through all those ones, though. Yeah. Um, so but yeah, you, uh, but not not about Pornhub though. No, 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 no. no. Again, we're not sponsored. We're not sponsored by them. Carrie keeps mentioning it for some reason. I don't know yeah. why. He's going to have um, to tell us what it is. Perhaps the Chronicles of the Goon are sponsored by that. I don't know. Um, you mentioned it first. I've only mentioned it once. Who did? I don't, know what, did. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, do you want to Do you want to give Harry's podcast a shout out? I think it's a brilliant podcast. No. Not really. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> no. He has people up. He, has. <laughs> he, he, he got his. He got his. this guy? All right. Go yeah. easy, Sam. He keeps getting all these stars on there, doesn't he? He got yeah. great numbers on there last. Week. He followed me with Perry Groves, didn't he? So uh, <laughs> no, I've got everyone, everyone <laughs> knows about Perry it. Groves on there. Kevin Campbell, Martin oh. Solo. We don't need to yeah. promote that, do we? And really? you know what? Alan he Smith. won't tell me. He won't tell me how he gets older from all. Nah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I've got he, he won't tell me. I think, I think, Harry, Harry, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? They're ah, all on Paul. You know That's what I they are. Show you all the DMs. He says, "Craig, did, I can't you, tell you that, mate." Craig, Craig, did you see Kevin Campbell like to tweet about coming on the same old Arsenal last week? I Love to get Kevin Campbell on. Kevin Campbell. Kevin, Kevin's been on it before, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll we get Kevin on. We'll yeah. get Kevin on. You see, we've got, like, we've, you got, see, we've got a special guest lined up, haven't we, Craig? Oh, we've got a massive, so we, we've got a good special guest lined up yeah, for the next so, interlock. Yeah, um, for the next interlock, we've got a special he, guest. He, um, well, everyone, I think, is going to want to listen to it, but especially Arsenal fans from the older generation. Yes, yes. Uh, that's, you know, so we're uh, looking forward to it. Are we, are we revealing the name? I can't say nothing yet because I haven't even uh, we've spoken briefly, um, so I don't want to. Um, I, I is, don't he, want... is he? Is he? Gonna, is he? Is he going to be on the pay same pay as Judge? All I tell you is it's not a he. <laughs> it's, not a he. Not a he. it's not a he. Oh, it's not a he. Okay. No. Um, thank you very much to everyone that's been watching this evening. Over a hundred of you watching us live. Uh, thank you very much indeed. Considering we're the Champions League, that's good. 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 That is really United are one 0 down. By the way. Oh, fantastic! Fantastic! <laughs> Who scored? Who scored? Dybala, Dybala. Ah, uh, they, they've got no chance against Juventus tonight, have they? Juventus. Well, that could, listen, look, that, we, they could be jumping into the Europa League now, then, along, along with Spurs. That'd be good, wouldn't it? No, we're not in the Champions League. Exciting. Right. exciting. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. The Europa League's going to get exciting. Well, if this the Europa League is the elite competition to be in, everybody knows that. Yeah, um, yeah, Chelsea and Arsenal, Tottenham and Manchester United. Oh, this is the elite competition. It's the elite competition. Uh, everyone knows that. I don't. I don't. Yeah. That means they go. I don't know what all the fuss is about. Um, thanks very much again. Uh, my my thanks to uh, Graham. My thanks to Lee. My thanks to Harry. I just want to add a few uh, little personal message. Thank you to everyone who's been sending me messages asking if I'm okay. Um, yes, I am perfectly okay. Um, at the moment, I am going through some CBT therapy, which is helping me um, combat my anxiety problems. I'd be quite open and honest. I was on to lead this morning, uh, on to lead this afternoon. I had a major panic attack this afternoon. I didn't even want to come on tonight um, to do this podcast. But Lee spoke to me, calmed me down, um, and it got me on it. And I'm so happy I've done it. Um, I, I'll be honest with you, I was scared to do it. Um, but I did it. Um, at the moment, I'm still kind of struggling 
this has got nothing to do with Arsenal Football Club. I suppose I'm just kind of opening up to the people that keep, you know, sending me messages asking if I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, I'm not. Uh, I'm not in a dark place, but I'm okay. Um, I'm, I'm dealing with it. It's got, I'm in no dark place whatsoever. Um, it's just all this. It's just the anxiety thing. Um, it can be quite overwhelming, um, but at the moment I'm learning to deal with it. So thank you very much um, for all it's, your. It's great. It's great to have you back, Craig. Really great. Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks for thanks everyone for your concern. Um, it means a lot to me. It really does. Um, we all love you. We all love you. I know that. I know. I know. Um, but um, <laughs> to, to, to you know, to, to all the fellas that DM me on a regular basis, um, saying if it wasn't, I'm, I'm going back to that video now that happened. Um, they're all coming to me and they say if it wasn't if they hadn't seen that video, they wouldn't have gone to see their own doctors. They wouldn't, you know, and they wouldn't be getting their own issues sorted out. So. Like I've said, it's, it's okay not to be okay. Go and speak to someone you trust. It's great that you've raised awareness as well, mate. Thanks very much indeed. It's, I think it's something I, it's something, you know, I think it's very important that men can um, talk to their doctors as well. I remember, I'll let you into a little story here now. I remember the first time it happened and I went into my doctors here in Ireland. Um, I, I explained everything to him and he actually sat back in his chair and he went, I can't believe you've just told me all that. He says, I've never, ever had a male come into my practice and tell me exactly how he's feeling. Um, so, you know, it's, it's good to talk. You have to talk. Yeah. I'll do it. You, you, don't be afraid. Go and see someone. It doesn't have to be your doctor. Go and see someone first. Go and talk to your best mate. Get some advice. Go, I don't know. But just go and, go and it's okay not to be okay. Just go and see someone. Next week, I won't be here. Because I will probably be in a, in a, in a, in, a um, in a class. Let's say we we'll call it a class. Um, doing mindfulness meditation. Um, to uh, that, that's what kind of things I'm doing at the moment. I won't be here next week, so we'll leave you in the capable hands of Mr. Judges. He'll be he'll be uh, hosting the show along, and uh, joining him again will be Harry and Graham. Thanks everyone. Thanks everyone so much. Um, we'll see you all again next week sometime. Um, let's hope this winning run continues. And what more can we say than up the Arsenal? Up the Arsenal. Let's, let's go. This could be 12 out of 12. Let's hope it is anyway. Like, yeah. right. Be nice. Be nice. Come on, you Gunners. How are you Gunners? Come on, you Reds. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.